Hi, Minimal Moves. Welcome back. Today, I wanted to continue on with the Clothing Compactly series, where I talk about how I downsize, how I declutter in as much of a responsible way as I can. And today in this series of Clothing Compactly, I wanted to focus on the capsule wardrobe. I'm sure you've heard it talked about either in a fashion industry context of sort of having a style that is your own or in the minimalism decluttering dimension of having less and going through different seasons and rotating pieces of clothing out for each season. So I would love to share with you today my goals and what guidelines I'm keeping in mind as I strive for a more capsule-ish wardrobe. Right now, my wardrobe is, I wouldn't call it really capsule. I think it's sort of capsule by circumstance because, as you might know, I am a college student and I will be moving out of my current apartment in a couple months, actually, in three or so months, three, four, I guess, and I am a little bit terrified about what life will hold afterwards, but in terms of clothing, I really accurately have that in mind and am planning out whenever I'm bringing in something new I'm thinking is this something I will wear now and I will wear when I'm a young professional is this something I can wear across cultures because there are definitely pieces that are more appropriate in certain ones and so just for context I come from Japan and in the environment I'm in particularly which is a very average suburban area I would not be able to say go on a jog in a sports bra or even a tank top or even in leggings or I wouldn't wear a strappy um, tank out to town, whereas I will be completely comfortable doing that in the US. So there's a lot of differences that I try to keep in mind, and I think those factors have really pushed me towards being a bit more capsule. I've had a lot of fluctuation in my wardrobe, and over the past seven years of living away from home, I went to boarding school for high school, and I'm in a university in the US for college, and throughout my time sort of moving from dorm to dorm to college apartment to abroad to friend's house to DC to back where I am. I have at this point I think accumulated clothing worth about, if I stuffed everything as compactly as I could that I own, then it would probably fill one very large suitcase maybe just above like a airline check-in luggage limit, definitely weight-wise above it, and then overflow into maybe a smaller suitcase. Maybe I'm underestimating how much clothing I own, particularly if I take into account winter boots, which is necessary in the area I'm in, and also winter jackets, and I have multiple of those, which I think is not really necessary, but I separate it by occasion and intent and outfit. So I'll start with my goals of where I want to bring this sort of sort of capsule in a sense, but it's definitely far more than I need and far more than I would like to have. And also the pieces that I do have in my wardrobe are not the ones that I want to stick with long term. I'm very happy to have what I do have right now, but on the long run, I would love it if I could cycle those out and swap them out for other pieces that are a bit maybe gentler. Uh, my wardrobe is very intense, especially right now in the winter. All my winter sweaters are very expressive, as in they're generally monochromatic, but they're bright green or bright blue or bright red slash white slash an odd stripe, which all of them are great sweaters and all great products. I also recently decluttered a lot of my formal dresses because I had a lot of them that I did not have any use for that were far too conservative for my taste 
and I didn't want to feel like a potato sack, or I guess I would be the potato in the potato sack. So my goals for the total luggage that I want to have, that is my belongings, that is my essentials, as I have talked about before in this podcast, is one large suitcase, one small suitcase, one duffel, one backpack, one purse, and obviously those are the containers, but I want everything to fit into those items. And let's say I can cheat and I can wear my winter jacket and winter boots outside of those luggages because those things take up a lot of space. That could fill an entire duffel or an entire small suitcase. But aside from that, I want everything else to fit into these pieces. And I think that's very doable. I know there are a lot of minimalists who are extreme minimalists who maybe just have one suitcase and one backpack and that's it. Or they have 50 items all in their backpack and that's it. I will never. I don't really perceive that to be a priority in my life really ever, particularly right now. But I hope to eventually get to the smaller luggage situation and to get there, definitely a significant part of my luggage is clothing, especially because for things like pots and pans, I feel like I could either buy it in the new place or I will be in a stable enough sort of living circumstance that I will be able to move it from where I go. I guess I'm not counting those items, which I consider pretty replaceable because I'm not particularly attached to them right now. And I don't really have any fancy cookware or I don't know what other, I guess furniture is another one. I don't really have anything that I'm attached to. My current bed is actually great because I I actually love this about my bed, which wasn't planned at all. It was, I'm proud to say that it was $50 total. I didn't need to pay for an Uber to move it. And then I split it with the person I was living in the same room in separate semesters with. So that lowered the cost overall. And also came with a mattress, which was great. I'm sure some people would be against that, but I didn't mind. And also what's fantastic about this bed is that it is it's basically doubles as a clothing rack so whenever i do my laundry i try to air dry pieces that will get damaged in the dryer i hope to and wherever i'm living next i hope i'm really praying that i have an in-unit washer and i don't need a dryer and i just want to be able to hang dry things wherever i go next but in my current situation it doesn't there isn't really enough space to air dry things there are four people living in a fairly small apartment so i can't really hang my bed sheets along the kitchen island chairs or anything like that so i have to use the dryer but for the items that i air dry i hang them along my desk and along my bed and that's generally sufficient i don't need to have my clothing line or clothing rack and i know that those things can really get in the way and my room doesn't have really the appropriate dimensions for it i definitely have the space but it'll be sitting in a very awkward place and it would either deter me from working out even more or it would sit right at the entryway and people will trip over it meaning me i will trip over it and it would just be chaotic so i'm really glad to not have to have a clothing line but i digress so my goals for clothing in terms of decluttering ah yes i went down this route because i wanted to highlight the way in which my furniture doubles as a clothing line and another good like minimalist thought is to then get a bed this is low-key so unexpected but get a bed that comes with a metal frame instead of like a wooden headboard and things like that so that you can hang your clothes or you can hang your mask or your keys or anything on the bed and it's fantastic and it's multi-purpose and we love that that aside 
in terms of my clothing luggage load, I would like to get to a point where all my pieces of clothing fit in one large suitcase and that's it. And I don't have anything else. I just can't pack it up and I want it to be comfortably able to sit in one suitcase. For the suitcase, in case you're wondering, I prefer the suitcases that open on one side so you can just unzip one side and it's open generally i think those tend to come in cloth material which can be bad for international travel i know that my family is kind of wary about using those bags and checking those in so yeah i i know that that can be i know that they can be slashed more easily than the harder materials but i figured i will try also not to travel with that load if i don't have to or if i do need to travel i'll try to travel by bus or train depending on my circumstance if I can afford to do so and I say afford to do so because I think in the U.S. if you're just traveling domestically traveling by bus is much cheaper than flight probably more or less train sometimes debatable but also generally a little bit cheaper I think actually maybe that's not true I'm not super sure but if you're traveling by in if you're traveling in Japan that is 100% a case that buses and trains are far cheaper bullet trains are sometimes comparable i think to flights but you generally don't take a flight domestically unless you're going from the northern end to the southern end because we're such a small country and i really don't like driving in japan because it's just such a like a snail crawl if you're trying to get anywhere by car it just makes more sense to take public transit because it's so comfortable and like easy and comprehensible except for the one line in japan that goes through the center of tokyo it just like rotates and i'm i've taken it in the wrong direction and gone like i think 30 or 40 stops when i could have just gone to i've done that i'm stupid i know and I didn't have to pay extra for it though. I was just sitting on the same tray card, so that was good. But I also hope to, so in those ways by selecting more sustainable transportation, I hope to also protect my luggage while also protecting the environment in ways that I can, depending on the circumstance, of course, and timing and what funding I can get and all that. I know in Europe though, it's pricier, it seems, just definitely to travel by rail and it's also pricier to travel by bus than it is to travel by flight which doesn't really make much sense in my head but apparently that's how it is and i have taken easyjet ryanair those really really cheap airlines and i think i kind of understand why it's it's like a toy version of a plane compared to all the other planes that i had taken before and i was very surprised and they still have my money that i haven't gotten back because of the canceled flights from the pandemic and that's a whole nother story but I clearly overthink things and I kind of wanted to share all this that goes through my head because I think that when thinking about how you want to design your life and where you want to get, it's helpful to have an acceptance for these, you know, random thoughts that come into mind. What if your clothing suitcase gets slashed and all the clothing falls out, then what are you going to do? I hope that if I'm able to travel, I'm able to afford my next set of clothes. And if I'm not able to afford that, that I'm not traveling. That's just that's just all I got for this one in trying to quell my own concerns because I get worried about everything and anything. And to quell my concerns there, I will also think through, okay, so I will have a spare set of clothing in my backpack so that I don't need to super worry in that moment or I will wear whatever it is that are particularly important to me. But really, I'm trying not to get as attached to pieces of items and that includes clothing as well. So that's what I'm working towards. 
So that's my goal for clothing, goal for total luggage, and it's a very aspirational goal. At the end of the year, I'll probably pack up all my clothing, year as in academic year. I will let you know how that process goes, how much luggage I've been able to downsize, because last time I was moving, maybe this should be its own episode as well, but just quickly, I had probably more than nine boxes, and they were like small boxes, they were the huge ones. And I thought that that was a problem. I split it up between various friends and their families, and people were very kind to help me store them, but it's burdening them, even though I know that they have a car and they can do it, but still, it's me being annoying. And if there's a way for me to not be annoying, why wouldn't I do it? And it's decluttering, and it's more sustainable to have this mindset of not picking more things up. So that's what I'm trying to live out. And to live that out, I have some guidelines that I keep in mind. So I'll talk through three main ones, maybe throw in a fourth, who knows? The first one is no buys in subcategories. And maybe you've heard about no buys, and I'll talk about that in detail a little bit later. But basically right now, my subcategories that I'm doing this for are like warm winter underwear shirts and leggings which if you're from a really cold area you'll probably either have them or if you don't you're really missing out because with these i'm an incredibly incredibly cold person as in body temperature wise even though my heart might also be cold and these heat tech shirts and leggings really keep me warm if i'm wearing these if i'm wearing a sweater and jeans or something over that and then i'm wearing my winter jacket i can stand in the snow with gloves and a scarf and a cap of course yeah i need to do all that but then i'm warm enough i can comfortably go places and even if i fall in the snow which is kind of silly but it's one of my fears i will be okay and i know that i'll be warm so these things are essential to me in surviving in the area that i am in and i'm not sure where i'm winding up next year or i guess post this academic year but wherever i go I don't think I need as many as I have right now. I would love to dwindle down at the very least to seven, depending on where I'm winding up. If I'm winding up somewhere much, much warmer, warmer maybe. Well, I don't expect I'll wind up in somewhere like Texas or Florida. If I do, I really wouldn't need any single one of them. But I imagine I would be maybe in a warmer area. So I'll try to hold on to seven and then see where that takes me. Because of course, if I wear one every day of the week and don't do laundry for a week, depending on what my laundry setup is next year as well. As you can tell, I still have a lot of a worry word in me. I could function very easily with three and then hand wash them or something like that. So I hope to get to that point someday, but they are perfectly functional items, and unfortunately for pieces like this, I don't think I can really donate them or sell them, for sure. So I will probably turn them into rags, or I mean, if anyone wants them, I would happily pass them on, but we'll see. And then also, the next category my no-buy is formal pants, so that's dress pants. I bought a couple i bought three this year one in bordeaux which was my weird souvenir for myself fun tip for souvenirs if you ever feel compelled or you want to remember a place then i would urge you to pick up something from your need to buy list that is not location specific but that you can use on your daily basis and remember this location and i bought these kind of low quality i think they might have been from Zara formal pants but they look really good they're super comfortable they're so out of my general style but i really love them and they were pretty low cost i think they might have been on sale i don't remember but and they're from bordeaux so that was cool and I also picked up two in DC this summer and those were also on sale and I think I want to stop there. I bought this much because 
I was working on an internship that required formal wear and I'm decluttering some of my older formal dresses because they require dry clean so it's really not functional for me to keep having to pay extra for dry clean and I know sometimes you can use dry clean at home type tools but I didn't really want to deal with that if I didn't need to and I try to streamline my process so I'm trying to transition into more of a top and a bottom system for formal wear if I can because I mean generally super formal dresses tend to be dry clean I think as far as I've found so let me know if you know good brands that make formal dresses that are that are not dry clean but speaking of so my next category is formal dresses and right now I'm not buying anything because I don't need them I might at my next job depending on what type of job I get and how I'm expected to dress at work if I go home to Japan I probably definitely won't be investing in this category just because well, maybe not formal dresses, but just formal suit skirts because that's kind of the norm and I don't own suit skirts except I have one pair at home, but at home as in back in Japan. But if I do work at home, I know I'm going to need it. I kind of hate that that's the norm and I can't just wear business casual outfits to work every day, but we'll see how that goes. But for now, I don't need any. I'm not buying any. I'm also not buying sweatpants, which is kind of the whole opposite side of things. I recently purchased a pair that look more tailored than your standard sweatpants and right now I think I have three pairs but two really worn out ones that I probably will be phasing out at the end of the year and just move to my next location with that one pair and honestly if my sweats are in the wash that's probably a sign that I should be wearing real pants and getting my life together so I just need one and I don't need any more for now so another one is t-shirts. I mean the logo t-shirts that you get from school, at least for me it's campus organizations. I don't need any one of those and I have not spent money on any of those since I got to college, I don't think. But I did in high school and I'm not spending money on any of these. No band tees, no graphic tees. I'm not really a band tee person anyway and I'm not picking any more up and I'm trying to use up the ones that I have. I noticed that American t-shirts in this particular domain are very durable. I'll just be using those up. I won't be buying anymore. And similarly, sleepwear, because I just wear those t-shirts to sleep. I don't really need designated sleepwear that aren't multi-purpose. And I love sleepwear, don't get me wrong, but in college, it's just not particularly what what people do and I think that taking this habit into young adulthood I don't think I will be purchasing my own if anyone ever gives me like my mom gets me a sleepwear or something I'll definitely use it and be happy about it but yeah and I think I have some back home that I got in fourth grade that I can still sort of fit in I think it's kind of ridiculous isn't it but they're really short so I'll probably need to declutter that when I go home next as well so I think this is the last category of no buy is sweaters that are colors that I already own and this is because I have probably four different light blue slash vivid blue sweaters which is really a problem. I have two green sweaters. I had one green sweater dress but it was just way too big for me and I recently decluttered that one. I have one pinkish sweater, one red, white, red, beige, black stripe that actually works better than it sounds. Um, but yeah, so I have a lot of the same colors going on. There was this Madewell sweater that was lavender that I was eyeing for so long, but it never went on sale, I think, or if they did, it was still pretty expensive, and 
I did not want to invest in that because I don't need more sweaters, but I really wanted the lavender sweater. I definitely am not picking any more up this winter or in the off seasons unless there's a really, really affordable option that's maybe final sale, so they'll probably go to landfill. If I can really justify it, then I'll pick one up maybe, but otherwise this is also a no-buy category as well. So those are my main no-buy subcategories for clothing. I hope that gave you some ideas on what you might be able to do, just two more guidelines that I keep in mind. As I've mentioned throughout, I have my when I move next deadline. So this applies not just to clothing or anything. I have a lot of stationery that I don't super need and like some pencils that I will definitely let these go when I move next, but just because I don't know what exactly I need, I'll hold on to them for now. And I have a stationery donation container where I put all my donation items that I'll be letting go of that I don't need right now and I don't think I'll need but it's going to sit in my room for a while just in case which kind of clutters up the visuals but I think the when I move next deadline is really helpful similarly there are some sweaters like one that has my university initial on it which is kind of more subtle so I think it's a bit more okay for me to wear post-graduation out and about and no one would know unless they went to my school and then they might be able to recognize it but I mean I don't, I don't really care. The problem is, okay, the problem is I don't care what people think, right? Which means that like I kind of need to convince myself that I shouldn't wear these things post-graduation or something or else there's no way I'm letting go of anything ever. So in the what I move next, that's another sweater item that I'm thinking of letting go of. There's some turtleneck sweaters that I have that I really, really don't like. I love the ribbed neck because those are really elegant and they're, they keep you warm enough still, but they're not choking you, but my sweater is really uncomfortable, but they're decently flattering, and I have actually have four of the same, but I think I brought one of them back home, so I have three of the same, and I'm just, yeah, I, I can't wait to let go of one of them, so that's what I'm going to be doing. The same goes for stationery, utensils, silverware, water bottles, anything, and I'm using this opportunity of moving as kind of a phase of transition, partially out of necessity because I don't, I'm not going to hire a U-Haul to move. That just really doesn't make sense. So I'm going to, depending on where I'm going, if I'm moving locally, then I'll entice one of my friends with food or something to drive me there, I guess. And if I'm moving regionally, then oh, maybe I'll do the same. I don't know. I'll try to seek help in doing so. Unfortunately, I cannot drive myself. If I could, I would just bite the bullet and get a zip car or something and do that because I want to use this opportunity to downsize. And if I'm moving back home, obviously it's going to be an insane process of moving and I have no idea how people do it. I'm kind of terrified on how that's going to work out. So either way, when I move next is a very real deadline for me. And even if you are local, I urge you to sort of use this opportunity of moving out of your house as a deadline of when you are going to let go of certain things. That way you're mentally prepared. Even if you're not super ready right now, you can remind yourself that you're going to let go of this at the end of the year and you can find people to sell it to or, you know, gradually declutter things. Because the other thing is that at the end of any university's session, so whether that's a semester, generally speaking, it would be at the end of the academic year, there's just so much waste that's produced. Even things that are perfectly good. I've picked up so many of my high school peers' Tide Pods and, like, detergent or what i think they're called dryer sheets 
or those random pieces of day-to-day -day items people would just let go even though they're perfectly fine even though they're moving locally even if they're just loading themselves on the car so to avoid situations like that make sure you're planning ahead for the when i move next category and passing things on to people who can use them gradually also and even if it's something that has to go in the trash make sure that you're letting go of them gradually so you're not overwhelming your whether it's your university trash system because you always see those like overflown like dumpsters or like trash bins and that just does not need to happen i've been on the cleaning end of that side of things i wasn't really on the cleaning staff but i was on the summer program and we kind of had to look at that in a way and if you live in an apartment it might cost you money if you accidentally leave something that doesn't belong there are certain days you can dispose of things like bedding so just be careful and make sure you're not causing trouble for people who aren't responsible for it basically it's just it's just easy and it'll free up space in your living situation and you can end the year in such a beautiful way so last guideline is declutter for now mindset and i have a bag in my room it's just a paper bag that i am reusing and in that i have various items that i want to declutter for now they're not in particularly horrible of a shape some things are just declutterable i'm let me explain what this means so in the paper bag i have items that are say cardboard boxes that certain items came in or documents or old memorabilia that i took photos of that i'm ready to let go of but i'm still kind of working through that feeling or some super super cheap water bottles that, I, that i'm trying to declutter or things like that that i can't quite let go of so that's my declutter for now container and whenever that's filled up i will then move that out into recycling or trash or whatever the appropriate places and get rid of them but for now i just have them in there and they're still in my room they can still pull them out and i have pulled out stuff from there sometimes but i that's if i specifically think of that item i won't go looking into that bag you know so that really helps me not be scared about letting go of things because then i'm letting go but it's still in my space it's not like i've lost it forever and I've heard other sort of decluttering type people talk about this too, I think. Not explicitly in the psychological sense though, but I think that this level of comfort is really helpful, especially if you're someone who gets really attached to items, which I definitely do. So these are the clothing compactly tips and guidelines I have in mind for a capsule wardrobe. I hope that was helpful. And please tell me how your capsule wardrobe and adventures are going over at my instagram at minimal moves by h dms comments always welcome and i can't wait to talk to you again soon bye minimal moves